This is The Underbelly, Episode 7 of Season 3. Episode 7. Good evening, my name is Joe Bracco. Let's get right to it. Tomorrow. Tomorrow, one and all, tomorrow is the big game. You know what I'm talking about. There could only be one. You can't even say the, the words. Let's say them now. Why not? Super Bowl. I know. It's got to be the big game. Every broadcast, large and small, could be local, could be national. Well, tomorrow is, it used to be Super Bowl Sunday. Now it's the big game. So generic. But you know what it stands for. It has to stand for the Super Bowl. Two teams. Don't really know whether they're the best. But two will collide tomorrow. Some young, some Vintage in pleasure, Tom Brady, Pat Mahomes, and the rest, the coaches, the offense, the defense. This is when the powers get together. And when they get together, the teams, the players, the coaches, the, the, the front office, you know, as, as fans, we, we like to think that we're, we're part of something. If you are a fan of any one of these teams, Okay, uh, the, the casual or, or the rabid or somewhere in between, you, you think that after a while, they're winning for you. You somehow, uh, shape or form, are, are entrenched. One of the herd, it, almost as if you bought stock in that team, which sometimes you, you can. I believe, if memory serves me correctly, the Green Bay Packers are owned by the state and at that, the, the city or county of Green Bay. You have shareholders who buy into literally the team. And as beautiful as that is in nature, to be part of something bigger, you know, I, I have to tell you, I have to tell you that I, I have been uh, certainly part of fandom gone wrong. Fandom that is on the verge of something else. And that is the tenor of today's episode. Because when when the fans, uh, me being one of them serving, have a tendency to get out of control, there there needs to be a check. There needs to be a, well, let's, let's call a spade a spade, if you will. Not to get pious, but I will say this, after a while, it can get a little bit, uh, not necessarily redundant, but to the point where you need to have a little bit of restraint. You need to know your boundaries. You need to know where the fans end and the teams, the players, the ownership, the coaches, everyone that's, that's on the sideline versus everyone that is in the stands or in this particular case, the virtual stands. Let me paint the picture for you. And I'll paint the picture in, in a word. Only one, but one that rings true with the fan that is a bit too big for their bridges. We, we will win. We will win on Sunday. We will win every Sunday. All we need to do is score. All we need to do is get a stop. All we need to do is, no, all they need to do is do is something probably the exact antithesis of what you are projecting but we 
we shouldn't be uttered. There should be a separation of church and state as far as I'm concerned. There should be a bit of the the separation to the point where you recognize the fact that you can be enthusiastic. But being enthusiastic from the Barker lounger, the couch, the the chair, the, 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 the Rolodex of wherever you're at does not entitle you, does not entitle us to think that we are somewhere amongst the rest of the team, the driving force. Certainly, the crowd can get involved. Certainly, we can yell. Certainly, we can hoot and holler away. But to utter we in a sentence, no, 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 not we, no. If you're Joe, me, if I'm on the the couch and I'm watching the game and some play, some player, some coach made, to my knowledge, a bad decision, certainly I'm going to speak up. But if I'm so pompous as to assume that not only do I know better, but now I'm part of the sideline, the virtual sideline, the response is no, wholeheartedly no. It's compounded when the we is from a friend, a colleague, a person that we will know, even a family member, that we've come to know quite a bit to know really where their mind and heart is at, okay, concerning uh, the fandom or the allegiance to the team that they are rooting for. There are diehards. There are diehards that follow teams, players, feast or famine. They are right there. Right there. Doesn't matter the outcome. They will stick with their team. They're part of that team. Part of that team enough to rise and fall with the team. They may even utter the phrase, we'll get them there. Again, kind of one and the same with the, the we. As much as I'm one to, to say no, we'll get them next time. They'll get them. You'll still be sitting there. What I really am, I'm sorry, I'm against, is the fair weather thing. The fair weather fan that jumps on popularity, jumps on the player, the team, the notion that is better than the others. When the reality of it is, They don't stand for anything. They just stand for what is great that week, that day. And on Super Bowl Sunday, the height, the apex of the best, I have bared to to one, if not a plethora, of fair weather fans. And in a stadium, that's one thing. But when you're at someone's house, the proverbial Super Bowl party. And everyone is there, taking in the game, equal billing, mind you. When the fair weather fan is the loudest, that to me, now, now I've reached a level. I've reached a level where you need to speak up. You need to speak up because you know that fan isn't a fan at all. No, no, one at all. Not a fan at all. 
I should tell you that several years ago, making my way still in uh, New York to Pennsylvania, to see the Pennsylvania friends, friend of mine is usually the, the house uh, warming, okay, house for, for, for the big game. And of course, when you're, you're amongst the, the people ahead of time, you know what you're going to get. You know what you're going to get insofar as the, the obnoxious, overbearing fans, the more sedate fans, the fans that aren't fans uh, of football or any sport that you're watching because they're, they're in, in their own mind, focusing on what they would like. But for those obnoxious fans, very often, they will accompany the, uh, the overarching loudness of themselves with a covered dish. Not a, a main course, but a side dish that will, will be waiting, okay, hand over fist to be just inhaled into oneself, only to realize just by the scent, just by the look of it, that this is as much of a detestful product as, dare I say it, their fandom or fair weather fandom or lack. Several years ago watching, uh, I believe it was uh, New Orleans. New Orleans, the Saints, were in the Super Bowl. They, They were facing Okay, uh, the the AFC team memory ser- uh, is not serving me as well as it may have, but the story is the biggest picture because the the fair weather fan that was was a fan of New Orleans and at that their quarterback who just retired or or may retire this year, Drew Brees, he, he started to talk up Drew Brees as if he was Drew Brees' brother. All we need to do is just just get another first down. All we need to do is just, why didn't Drew do this? I know if I were... No. You couldn't do that. You couldn't throw that pass. You couldn't get a first down. What you can do is you can bring another dish that someone else besides yourself would enjoy. Because if I have to look at this this wretched disfigurement that is Velveeta and and some kind of uh, amalgamation hot sauce with peppers and pseudo sausage that may be spam or also sausage. I'm sorry for all the people that that enjoy this this concoction. But I do not. And, and dare I say the majority of the people that were, uh, was out there would rather that the fan would not bring this redundant quality each year. And yet, as the fan brings the, the overbearing, obnoxious quality okay, to the forefront, uh, the, the, the accompanied party, almost a member of his family, Velveeta cheese. Hello, how are you, Velveeta? Doing well? Stored in a refrigerator? No. 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 Leave it out there. Not real cheese. 
could be cold, could be hot. We don't know. We know that it is from space and that we must ingest it. Here you go. Melted down to your benefit or supposed benefit. Now, I recognize the fact, one and all, that this is quite a rant on my part. Uh, Generally speaking, that's not necessarily what I will bring to the underbelly table. But I... I would tell you that if if Super Bowl Sunday gives us any pleasure, the pleasure is diluted more than once, more than just a little bit, by fans that take it to this next level and accompany the level, double down on the level, with not only their product, but a food product visual. The moral of this story is when we have any thoughts whatsoever about hosting or going to tomorrow's game, let there be a bit of concern. Concern enough to say, especially in this current state of affairs, what do I really want to get out of this? Is this going to be an enjoyable occasion? Yes, there may be parties that I haven't seen in a while, friends that I haven't seen in a while. We'll all be masked up. We'll all be ready to go and six feet apart to boot. But if the fans are there, is this going to be what I will enjoy? Is this going to be what my family will enjoy? Because if it isn't, then we can separate one from another. We can separate the we. And we can go to being regular people and rooting for our respective team and still having fun and not having Velveeta cheese. We'll save the super fan dip for another time. And that another time, one and all, that next time, if you will, is never. 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 With that, you have come to yet another end to yet another episode of One, The Underbelly. Until next time, rest easy.